Welcome to the Sky Society Podcast, the place where dream careers come true. I'm your host, founder and CEO of Sky Society, Natalie Peters. Prepare for smiles, tears, surprises, and epic takeaways. This podcast is for the ambitious woman who wants it all and wants it real. We're diving deep with relatable and dreamy guests who are showing you what actually matters when it comes to starting and accelerating your career so you can make your dream job your real job. Let's make it happen. Welcome back to another episode of the Sky Society podcast. Today, it's just going to be you and me, and I'm going to be talking all things marketing portfolios. So this is probably one of the things I get asked the most. And I think one of our most popular resources, I'm always having people hit me up and ask me for Sky Society's marketing um, portfolio templates that we have in Canva. And so I thought it would be helpful if I just went through and talked about marketing portfolios and hopefully answered some of the questions that you may have surrounding this topic, because I think it's something pretty new. I don't think a lot of girls have marketing portfolios. And so I'm going to talk about where to build your portfolios. So like what platform you should use, if you should use a website, which one, if you should build it in Canva or PowerPoint or whatever. Then I'm going to go through what you should put in your marketing portfolio. I'm going to go through how you should think about organizing your portfolio and then just some do's and don'ts surrounding them to hopefully help you create something that you are really proud of, but also something that you are not getting lost creating. I think I have a lot of girls that do endeavor to build marketing portfolios and they spend way too much time um, going through and building it and a lot more time than they need to. So Hopefully this will help clarify your answers on marketing portfolios. If you are looking for our templates, make sure that you join our LinkedIn group. It's called Sky Society Women in Marketing. We have, at the time of this recording, I think about 9,000 or 10,000 women in there already. And if you just go in the group on LinkedIn and you search portfolio template, you'll see all my posts about marketing portfolios. Okay, so let's start with thinking about where to build your marketing portfolio. So my favorite is Canva. Um, I'm going to go into why, but you definitely can build your marketing portfolio on a website platform like Wix or Squarespace or WordPress. Those are going to be my three favorite for building your portfolios. But if you are a beginner, I think Canva is the best place to start because it doesn't require any type of design or web experience. And while Wix and Squarespace are really easy to use, it's just a whole nother level of detail and complication that you don't need when you're starting. If you're later in your career, I think it's really important to have a website over just a Canva template. But if you're just starting out, like you're within the first maybe three years of your marketing career, then I think Canva is the way to go. So in Canva, there's two ways you can build your portfolio. You could build it as a slide deck, so like a presentation. Or you could, now Canva has a feature where you can actually build websites in Canva. And that is my all-time favorite feature. I wish on podcasts, I could somehow share my screen and show you them, but they are incredible. They're so easy to make and they look so professional. And you could build it right in Canva. Now, if you're looking for cheap or more expensive options, uh, Canva slide deck is going to be your free option because you can create a slide deck in Canva that's completely free. I think that is absolutely adequate for your marketing portfolio. For a really long time in our advanced marketing bootcamp, Sky Society Accelerator, I would have girls just build the 10 slides in Canva. We would have like a template for marketing portfolios and it would just be a slide deck and it worked great. 
it helped them stand out in their applications. It helped them just as well as a website was. So there's nothing against doing the 10 slides. I think that the website makes you look a lot more elevated, but the deck is also absolutely fine. WordPress is going to be your second cheapest. So WordPress, there's always deals. If you Google deals, you can get like your first year for like 20 bucks, I think, or 40 bucks, something really cheap. And you'll even get your own domain during that. So that's going to be your next most cheapest option. Um, but your easiest, so WordPress is a bit more complicated. I think Squarespace and Wix are the easiest website platforms to use. However, they do run about $15 a month, so it can get expensive. So those are the places I would encourage you to look. You have Canva, the slide deck for free. It's just like a presentation. You could use their website feature. I'm pretty sure you have to have a paid account to use that, but I don't think their, their paid accounts are that expensive. And I know sometimes... I mean, for our accelerator students, they get it for free, but I know sometimes I'll see girls and they, they split the Canva membership with their friends. So you can kind of split the, the paid Canva membership and you guys can have multiple, multiple websites on there. And then your next cheapest option is going to be WordPress. And then you have Wix and Squarespace as your easiest to use with lots of templates. Okay, so that's where you're going to get started when it comes to where you're going to build your marketing portfolio. I want to detour really quickly as to why marketing portfolios are so important and why I really encourage girls, especially earlier in their career, to look at marketing portfolios as a way to stand out on your job applications. Don't worry if you're listening and you're like, I have no experience for my marketing portfolio. I'm going to get into what to put in your portfolio at the end. But just starting out basic of why marketing portfolios really matter is because they allow you to show an employer the type of work they can expect from you if you were to join their team. So instead of just listing out your qualifications and your experience and skills, you're actually showing them the work that you've done in a visual way. And most people don't have them. So it's really an awesome way to, to stand out on your applications because it's kind of a rare thing to come across, especially early in your marketing career. So that's why I really love them. Um, and I think the mistake a lot of people make when they go building their marketing portfolios is they just put way too much stuff inside of it. I always like to remind my accelerator students that it is the average, not the sum of the work you have in your portfolio. So it's better to have fewer things that are more impactful than to have it filled with tons and tons and tons of experience and photos and screenshots. Recruiters and hiring managers don't have a ton of time to go through everything. So you want to just give them a glimpse of your best work to intrigue them enough to want to call you in for an interview and see more what see more of what you can offer them. So that's why I really love them. And so let's go back to the building. So for building, I'm going to talk about building them in Canva. So um, if it, a lot of this will apply to the other platforms as well. But if I were you and I were just starting out and it was my first marketing portfolio, I would start with either the Canva website or Canva slides because it's going to be the easiest for you to get off the ground and get done. Let's say you're thinking in your head that you do want to build an actual website on Squarespace or Wix. Still start with the Canva slides because those are going to be able to finish a lot faster and at le least you'll have something to send to your job applications right now while you work on your website. So there's less of a pressure to get your website up and done as quickly because you can get the slides done a lot faster. So the length of your portfolio, I recommend it being between 10 and 12 Canva slides. When you build your website in Canva, it's very similar. They're pages and the pages are the, about the same size as a slide. So I want the same thing. I would say about 10 to 12 slides. It, you do not want it to be crazy long. Again, it's the average, not the sum. Okay. So 
Um, we're keeping it pretty short. The things that are gonna be in your portfolio. So at the top, it's going to be an introduction or something just about you, right? Your name and your portfolio. So for me, like Natalie Peters marketing portfolio. And what's really cool too, is you can go into Canva and they also have a ton of templates. Again, we have our own Sky Society templates. You're welcome to use as well. The Canva has a ton of free ones too. And so you can just have something simple as your first slide that just says your name and that it's a marketing portfolio. The next slide is going to be an about you section. So it's going to be a photo of you and a description about yourself. And you can get a little bit more creative here. I seen girls do little icons to kind of show fun facts about themselves, put creative photos in there, um, whatever you want there, but it's just the main core elements are going to be your photo and then your about me kind of bio. Then the next slide is going to be your skills and certification. So this is something that I think a lot of portfolios skip, but I love encouraging girls to include this in their marketing portfolios because it again allows you to stand out by highlighting your hard skills, which I think is really important to stand out in a creative field like marketing. So I always encourage my accelerator students to put in their marketing certifications. They don't have marketing certifications to go get marketing certifications, to list out all of the softwares that they have experience in, all of their hard skills, soft skills, and just have a slide dedicated to that. Doesn't even be anything crazy, but a slide there just showing your certifications and skills. And then we're gonna get into your marketing experience, which is gonna be the bulk of your portfolio. So you can do a slide that's kind of a table of contents. It gives an overview of all the different areas in marketing you have experience. And this is where you also are gonna have two choices on how you organize all of your marketing experience. So you can either organize your marketing experience by company or by experience type. Meaning every subsequent slide after this table of contents, you could have a slide that says copywriting and you could have all of your ex copywriting experience on that slide. Then another slide that says social media and you have all of your social media experience on that slide and so on and so forth with all of the different areas in marketing. Or you could categorize it by company. So on your table of contents, you'll list out all the different companies you've worked for and then each slide will be a company and then all of the marketing work you did for that company. So if you're deciding which one is best for you, if you do not have a ton of marketing experience, you should organize your slides by type of marketing experience because it'll look more full and look like you have more experience that way. So let's say you've only had one internship or two internships. I think it's best to organize it by type of experience. So have each slide be like email marketing, social media marketing, copywriting, UGC, or whatever it is. And then if you, do, if you are someone that's worked at a decent amount of companies and you wanna showcase just the work they've done for each of those companies, you could categorize each subsequent slide by company. So you could have, let's say you interned at Rare Beauty. You could have one slide of all your marketing experience that you did at Rare Beauty. So that's how, when it comes to organization, and I think your experience piece here is gonna take up about five or six slides, and this is where you're gonna showcase all of the work that you've done. In this section, this is the most important part of your portfolio, and so there's a couple of tips I have for you here. First is to make it primarily visual. So include a lot of screenshots and photos and link out those photos. Let's say you wrote a blog post, you have a screenshot of that blog post, that photo should be clickable and take me to your blog post. For your written words, so you're gonna have a short description that describes what is on this slide. You can also do the same thing. You can link certain words out to show the evidence of you know that blog post that you wrote or that social media post that you designed or that Instagram page that you managed. And I also want you to organize your, your, um, your descriptions by these three categories, by objective, process, result. 
So when you're writing, doing the written portion for your, for your portfolio, you could actually write out the words objective, process, and results, and then everything underneath. Um, or you can just use it kind of as a structure to how to talk about your work experience. So for example, let's say I had a slide and I was talking about social media for an internship I had. I would say objective, increase follower count and engagement, process, um, designed social media, original social media content in Canva to syndicate out to Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn, um, manage content calendar and strategy and basically everything that you did. And then the result would be, you know, increased following by 6% month over month and increased engagement in, by 100% in one month due to X campaign and all of your quantifiable results. So what was your objective? What was your goal? What was the process? What did you do to help achieve that goal? And then what were the results? Most people forget that results piece. They don't actually put the numbers and that's really what's gonna help you stand out the most. So objective process result, that's how you're gonna think about doing the description piece for your work experience. And then the last slide on your marketing portfolio is gonna be a, a contact page or a call to action. It'll have your phone number, your email, your LinkedIn, and your location if you'd like to as well. A lot of girls also put a photo of themselves and that is going to make up the core of your marketing portfolio. So we have our cover, our cover slide, our about me section, our skills and certifications, table of contents, all of our work experience, and then a contact page. And again, all of this should be about 10 to 12 slides if we're talking about this in terms of Canva. Now, going in and building your portfolio, sometimes the hardest part is going through and just putting all the experience together and figuring it, figuring out how to organize it. And a lot of times, sometimes this goes on a case-by-case -case basis of what is right for each person. And again, I do this a lot with all of my accelerator students because it's a requirement for them to graduate. I know it's going to be impossible for me to answer all of these questions on this podcast. So I encourage you, if you do have questions on portfolios, ask them in our LinkedIn group and tag me in them. And I should hopefully be able to help you out. Okay, so I'm going to tell you some of the things that I then go in and will edit when my students are making their marketing portfolios. Um, some of the feedback that I'll give them that will hopefully help you out as well. So one thing I constantly see is that sometimes portfolios, the design piece is a bit tricky. And your portfolio, you want it to balance being authentically you and like your fully creative self, but also being professional. And so what I mean is that when companies are looking at your portfolio, they are saying, that is how she, this is the work we can expect from her. And does this fit with our brand? And so sometimes when girls do something super, super, like, I, I, I don't know what a great example is here, but maybe, you know, a lot of stickers or it's just a, you know, more on the, it's just, it's straying away from professionalism. And, you know, with Canva, you can get carried away with stickers and backgrounds and very colorful things. I just encourage you to have a theme with your portfolio and that that theme is creative, but kind of more so on the neutral side of that when companies look at, look at it again, they're saying, oh, this is the work that she's going to create for us. And does this fit within our brand? Your resumes, and we're not going to go into a tangent of resumes because I can talk about that forever. You need to be really professional. And, you know, for my, even for my marketing girlies, I really, really encourage them to be as professional, you know, black and white, or just like one other color on their 
resumes, but your portfolio is where you get to be as creative as you want. And so be creative, but have a theme, make it consistent, and also make sure that you are also displaying a level of professionalism that shows to employers that you are not just an aspiring marketer, but you are a marketer. So I think that design also plays a really big role in that. And that is one of the most important pieces of your portfolio is this design element of are you able to create something that looks aesthetically pleasing and visual because you are going to be judged on that just as much as you're going to be judged on the content inside of your marketing portfolio. So design really does matter. There's also some things you can include in your portfolio that I did not mention already um, that are optional, not required. So one of those is testimonials. So if you have LinkedIn recommendations or you can even ask previous employers to get testimonials, you could have a slide where you have what other people you've worked with, what other bosses have said about you. You could also include a slide about something that you are just personally passionate about. So I've had accelerator students include slides about their paintings. I had a student that had a sticker business and she talked about how you know she would design and sell stickers on the side for fun. I had a student that loved to travel and she did a little slide about all the different places she's traveled to. So you can also add a personal component in there as well. I think that's a really great idea to help connect with the uh, hiring manager and the person that's interviewing you on just a more deeper, deeper level as a human and not just showing all of your work experience. So there's some other things that you can add in there as well. And I think the hardest part, if you are someone that has a lot of experience, is just keeping it short. And so, again, just remember that it is the average, not the sum. There's so much that you want to include in there, but just be really mindful of what you are including and just know, like, okay, is someone really going to be able to go through and click every single one of these slides and read everything that I'm saying here? So it is that combo of being detailed, but just not putting too much in there. Make sure for your work experience, you're using that objective process results when you're talking about the work experience and that most of your slide is visual and that you have a lot of screenshots and proof of your work in there as well. So my recommendation to you is to start in Canva. I think their websites are super easy. You can even publish it. It gives you a domain. Um, And once you have your portfolio done, post it on LinkedIn. And don't just post it on LinkedIn, but add it to the featured section of your LinkedIn profile. I think it looks awesome there. It's a great way for employers, again, to see your work experience in a visual way. And it really does help you stand out. So I encourage you to do a post on it once you're done. And I encourage you to also put it on your LinkedIn profile. All right. The last thing I want to talk to you about is what do you do if you don't feel like you have a ton of experience in your marketing portfolio and there's not a lot of stuff for you to put in there? So if you feel like lack of experience is something that's really holding you back, I really do encourage you to check out our accelerator because that is everything that we do within that accelerator is all about giving you marketing experience and you build a portfolio in it. So check it out um, and take a look and you can see if that's a good fit for you. I'll also give you some things you can do at home on your own to build up your marketing experience. And my favorite one is to what I like to call play pretend. Maybe I think I need to come up with a more professional terminology for that. But basically what that means is that you are going to say, if I was a social media coordinator for Bed Bath & Beyond, this is how I would transform their social media feed. And you can do a screenshot of what Bed Bath & Beyond's current feed looks like. And then what you can do is in Canva, you could just screenshot the feed, upload it to Canva, and then put new photos in the grid or a new profile photo or change the highlights and then do an after. So before and after, this is the Instagram feed before, this is the Instagram feed after. And you can do that with any area in marketing. For influencer marketing, you could say, 
Um, this is the influencers that Tarte Cosmetics chose for their campaign, and this is what the influencers created, et cetera, et cetera. If I was on the influencer marketing team, these are the influencers that I would have chosen. This is why, and basically showing a before and after of like if you were on that team, the type of work that a company can expect from you. So that is one exercise you can do on your own. I think the social media feed transformation is a really great one to show your design work. You could do it for emails of redoing emails or blog posts or influencer campaigns, or any type of campaign, honestly, in general, paid ads or whatever, or just PR ideas that you have. You know, if I was on the Rare Beauty marketing team, this is the campaign that I would do for Christmas. And you could talk all about that. So that is one way is to create projects for yourself for real brands. Another thing you can do is go to anybody that you are friends with, aunt, uncle, friend of a friend, a dad's coworker or whoever, and just see who has a small side hustle and see if you can help them out. So maybe someone sells, one of your you know, mom's friends sells jewelry on the side or maybe has a food truck or just does anything small. See if you can help them with any type of marketing project to just try to get real results for yourself. And that can be anything. It doesn't need to be super, super extravagant. It could, it could be volunteer experience, but just doing something and finding someone that needs your help. I promise there are a lot of people out there that do need your help. So finding them and seeing if there's any small type of experience or work you can do for them to build up experience for your marketing portfolio. And then the last one is to be creating experiences and a brand for yourself. So some of my accelerator students, they create their own content on TikTok and they include that in their portfolio. They just do like unboxing videos or they'll do promotional videos for products that they're not being paid for, but just really showing that they have video editing experience, that they can create aesthetic content and including that in their portfolio. So they'll have TikTok videos that they'll create or Instagram posts or Um, write blog posts just for the sake of writing blog posts to showcase their writing skills so you can do things for yourself with yourself in it to create your own content to showcase in your marketing portfolio okay so we went over a lot today going over what platforms build your marketing portfolio on what to include in your marketing portfolio why marketing portfolios matter and then how to get more experience in your marketing portfolio i really hope this helped you at least create a starting point for how to think about your marketing portfolios because they are just such an incredible way for you to stand out in your job applications. I encourage you to go look in our LinkedIn group to check out some of our marketing portfolio templates. So if you just search marketing portfolio, you'll find all the posts I've done about marketing portfolios in the past. And I'm also going to be posting some more TikTok content about that. So make sure you check out Sky Society on TikTok at skysociety.co. That's our handle on TikTok. And thank you so much for listening to the Sky Society podcast. Um, This was so fun talking about portfolios. I could talk about it forever. So please make sure you ask any questions that you have in our LinkedIn group. You can tag me in the LinkedIn group to make sure I see it. And I will do my best to go and respond to everyone. All right. Thank you guys. And I will see you in our next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. You can also join our private LinkedIn group for women in marketing. It's called Sky Society Women in Marketing, and you are welcome to join us on LinkedIn. And you can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at skysociety.co for more information on all things marketing and career. And I'll see you in the next episode.